Welcome to Academic Advising for a Wise Education. This is the podcast that teaches things about higher education to help improve your learning and studying, make smarter choices of a major and coursework, understand how colleges and universities work, find internships and research assignments that complement your classroom learning, be financially sensible, become academically mature, prepare for graduate school, and plan for your future career. I'm Advisor Jay. Today's topic is Learning, Studying, and Remembering, Part 4. With any endeavor in life, you can save yourself time, money, and energy if you learn from the mistakes and successes of others. In Parts 1, 2, and 3 of this mini-series, I provided information and advice on learning, forgetting, and what to do before, during, and after learning sessions so that you retain more of what your brain takes in. In today's Part 4, the focus is on homework. Fair questions that you might ask about homework are the following. 1. What is the purpose of homework? 2. When should I attend to homework? 3. How should I approach homework assignments? 4. How do I know if I am benefiting from homework? If it feels like you spend enough time in classrooms listening to lectures, the idea of being required to do work outside of class can seem like a burden. To appreciate the purpose of homework, which was question number one, we need to understand that high quality of learning for long-term retention does not happen merely by being exposed to something. All day, every day, we are exposed to a non-stop flow of sensory input to our brains. This includes everything we see, hear, smell, taste, and feel. Each one of those sensations sends information to the brain. But just because information enters the brain does not mean it will stay there in a usable sense. It takes work to retain information that can later be recalled accurately and fully. When you are present watching and listening to an event of any kind, the strong influence of sights and sounds makes it easy to think that in the future you will remember everything as you saw and heard it. Yet, if you try to create, purely from memory, a transcript or a good summary of everything presented at the last lecture you attended, even if you just walked out of that lecture five minutes ago, you would surely find this to be impossible to do. Assuming you were paying attention to the lecture, you would remember some things, but that's hardly the same as recalling enough to write a transcript or comprehensive summary. This is where, in principle, homework is supposed to help. One purpose of homework is to require you to put into practice the ideas, methods, and facts learned in class and via printed materials. Also, homework assignments may require you to think about unfamiliar situations. Another purpose of homework is to help you realize what you know and what you do not yet understand about the material being learned. At the end of a homework assignment, you should be able to explain in your own words what you learned. If you find yourself lost in articulating what, if anything, you understand about the material, then the purpose of the homework assignment was not met. Maybe sometimes you get really stuck on one or two parts of an assignment. But it should not be the case that day after day you feel altogether lost with homework. If that is happening, you probably are feeling lost with the course overall. This can occur if you lack a clear understanding of the preparatory content for the course, or if you did not get a solid understanding of the early material in the course, or if your way of approaching homework is unproductive, or if there is a big disconnect between the material the homework is supposed to be based on and the assignment itself. 
Any one of these is a bad position to be in. Question two was, when should homework assignments be worked on? If you heard my comments in previous episodes about the fragility of human memory, it should be no surprise that my advice is to attend to homework as soon as possible after a classroom lecture or discussion. It would be smart for you to create a personal weekly calendar for each new school term, where the calendar lists what you will be doing each half hour of every day during the week, including designated time for homework in each of your subjects. If it is really not possible to work on homework the same day that you learned its source material, work on it by the next day, but definitely prior to the next session of the class. Do not save all your homework and all your courses for the weekend. Question three was, how should homework be approached? That is, what advice do I have regarding how to work on homework? As I said earlier, a purpose of homework is to test how well you understand the source material and to build on your knowledge. Therefore, it makes sense that the intelligent way to approach a homework assignment is to first read, think about, and explain, whether to yourself or to study partners, what you understand of the source material. When you are in the habit of doing this first, responding to a homework assignment should then be a much easier process and you should find that homework feels worthwhile to do. The alternative is to start a homework assignment without clarity on what you are doing and find that the time spent feels like a waste with your objective merely being to earn points. Homework should not be an exercise in getting correct responses. What point is there in getting right answers if you have minimal understanding of what you are doing? Homework should instead cement your knowledge of the source material. With every part of an assignment, ask yourself if you could handle a similar problem on a test without the benefit of the textbook, class notes, homework, and friends to consult, and with limited time. If you are struggling with a homework problem and have tried your absolute best to understand it and respond to it, and you decide to consult a professor or teaching assistant for help, I recommend starting your request by showing the professor or teaching assistant what effort you made. In my years as a faculty member, I respected that approach. I respected when a student made effort to read the class notes, read the textbook, and then showed me how far in the problem she or he had been able to get prior to getting stuck. One thing I want to point out here is how many times in my years of teaching, a student would approach me because she or he was having problems with the course and would say something that was almost always exactly these same words. I understand everything. I'm just not doing well on the test, or I just don't get the homework, but I understand everything. Well, that didn't make sense. How is it that the person understood everything but wasn't able to handle any of the problems? When the problems that I was assigning in homework and the problems that were given on tests were comparable to what I was working on in class, that is what I was showing students in class. So what I would do in those cases is say to the student, and, and this is during office hours, so we're both sitting down, and I would write out a problem on the spot, and it would not be a problem that was any more difficult than what had been on the most recent test or in the homework, and I would say, I want you to work on this, but don't use your textbook, don't use your notes, just work on it. I'm going to do something else on my own right now, maybe do some reading, reading of papers, whatever, but just work on that, and then when you're done, show it to me. And this was not an effort to try to trick the student. 
As I said, I was not giving the person a problem that was any more difficult than what he or she was already had already seen in the test or homework exercises. But every single time I did this, the person was unable to solve the problem. Maybe he or she had some clue of what was going on, but was the person able to actually get to a solution or even work through using the methods that I had taught? No. And so what this showed, and it was a way of the student being able to see it for him or herself without me coming right out and saying it, is that although the student thought that he or she understood everything, because remember, that's what I would always hear. I understand everything. So that's what the student thought, and I'm sure that's what the student sincerely thought. But that wasn't the case in reality. And by having the student work on a problem and then finding, wow, I just said I understand everything, but now I can't handle this problem, and this is not any different from what I saw on the test or in the homework, that was where the student got to really see, you know what, I don't understand things as well as I thought. In fact, maybe I really don't understand this at all. doesn't mean I don't recognize anything about this problem, but do I really have a clue of what I'm doing? No. And that was often the way that I found most productive to then start helping the student to realize what was missing in his or her understanding. Because otherwise, if somebody is thinking, I already understand everything, the problem is the tests, the problem is the homework. And certainly, if that was the problem, I was more than open to listening to anything the student had to say and even asking myself, you know, is this problem really of the level that I expected of students or that I taught? And if it wasn't, then, you know, then that was something that uh, I needed to make a correction on. Almost always, the reality was that the student just did not understand things the way he or she thought. Let's go on to question four, which was, how do I know if I'm benefiting from homework? To answer this, ask yourself whether, after working on homework assignments, you feel more knowledgeable and comfortable with the content taught by the professor and in your textbook and handouts. If the answer is yes, it's a good sign. If you find yourself able to explain the new material intelligently with another student after a homework assignment, this too is a good sign. What is not good is if you normally find yourself confused after attempting homework. Part of the reason for this could be if your approach to homework is wrong. Homework should not just be about getting correct answers. The goal should be to learn, and in the process of learning, you should be getting correct answers. Now, with some assignments, there may not be a single correct response. Let's say the assignment requires you to come up with a position on a topic and explain why you have that position, and then defend it. So in that case, what the person who reviews your work and who grades it is going to be looking at is, were you able to clearly state your position? Were you able to argue why you believe in it? And were you able to uphold it against opposing viewpoints? In other words, were you convincing? Even if that person grading your material doesn't share that same view, doesn't necessarily mean what you wrote was wrong. Now, in problems for which there is a single correct answer, your method of getting that answer and your ability to show it on paper to the reviewer is important. Remember, after every homework exercise, you should be able to state what you have learned. If you are handling homework problems responsibly, but not finding that you are learning anything, or finding that there is a major disconnect between what you are hearing in the classroom versus what homework is teaching you, I recommend talking to your professor. Here is a general suggestion 
Let the professor know the effort you are putting into being attentive in class and with homework. Have your class notes and past homework ready to show the professor. And then you might respectfully say something like this. I'm having trouble seeing the relationship between what you're teaching and the work being assigned, and I really want to understand and appreciate that connection. Can you please help me with that? Your objective in a conversation of this sort should be sincere. You should not be trying to make the professor look bad. Doing that will not help you. If your motive is to increase your overall learning and the quality of your understanding, let the professor know this. Have a positive demeanor, even if you are frustrated with the situation. If you approach the conversation in this way and have a friend or two with you who are going through similar experiences, the professor probably will either realize that you are missing something and then help you to understand it, or the professor will realize that maybe the homework is not serving the intended purpose and some change will be made. I hope this episode has helped you better appreciate the purpose of homework as part of the learning process. There is plenty more that I can say on this topic, and so I want to emphasize that this podcast is not the only way for you to hear from me. For personalized advising via Zoom, you can reach me at the contact information provided in the description for this podcast. In your message, please include a description of your situation and what help you would like from me, and let me know your availability over the next week or two for a meeting via Zoom. My job in being here is not just to dispense information, but to help you make decisions that are sensible, realistic, efficient, cost-saving, and with the best possible outcome as I see it. I don't just want you to be educated, I want you to be wise. That's all for this episode. I look forward to sharing more information and advice with you in the future. You've been listening to Academic Advising for a Wise Education, a podcast by Advisor Jay. We hope the information and advice presented was enlightening. These episodes offer general advice. Your situation may call for additional action or an altogether different approach. For personalized guidance specific to you, Advisor Jay offers video advice via Zoom for a fee. Contact Jay at treasureoflifeatoutlook.com. That's treasureoflifeatoutlook.com. When emailing, please include your name, a detailed description of your situation, and clearly state what help you need. Advisor Jay is here to assist you, but ultimately your education is your responsibility, and so all decisions are your own to make. That email address can also be used to send Advisor Jay any comment about the podcast. Knowledge alone is rarely enough. In life, it pays to be wise.